Jesse Kelly here. If you're in a situation where you feel threatened, instinct may drive you to reach for lethal means immediately. But we all want to avoid the irreversible consequences of deadly force. Enter the Berna Less Lethal Pistol Launcher, equipped with tear gas and kinetic ammo to incapacitate an attacker for up to 40 minutes. It's legal in all 50 states, requires no background checks, and can be shipped right to your door. Visit Berna.com slash Jesse now for an exclusive 10% discount. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Jesse Kelly Show, final hour of the Jesse Kelly Show. And remember, you can email the show. Your love, your hate, your death threats, your ask Dr. Jesse questions for Friday. All are welcome to jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Also, because it's a heavier night and we're reading these stories that uh, of what people have been put through. In case you missed it at the beginning, well, you download the whole show on iHeart, Google, Spotify, and iTunes if you missed it from the beginning of the show. We're doing like I promised. We're reading your stories tonight. Mental health, substance abuse, suicides. If lockdowns cause these things in your life, yourself, family, friends, I asked you to email in, and you did. And it's been hard, and it's been heartbreaking, but we do have to remember. We have to remember These people, one, they did this. People with names did this. It didn't happen. People did this. There must be a reckoning for them. And you're not alone. And let's let's keep in mind. I'm going to go back to this again. This is the WEF advisor, Yuval Noah. He's supposedly a doctor. Um, Keep in mind, while we've been suffering like this for two years, they've been loving it. Why? Well, hey, don't don't take it from me. They're more than willing to tell you on camera. 
you know, the, the whole idea that humans have, you know, this, they, they have this soul or spirit and they have free will and nobody knows what's happening inside me. So whatever I choose, whether in the election or whether in the supermarket, this is my free will, that's over. Free will, that's over. Today, we have the technology to hack human beings on a massive scale. Yeah, I mean, everything is being digitalized. Everything is being monitored. In this time of crisis, you have to follow science. It's often said that you should never allow a good crisis to go to waste because a crisis is an opportunity to also do re good reforms that in normal times people will never agree to. But in a crisis, you see we have no chance. So, 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 so let's do it. People could look back in a hundred years and identify the coronavirus epidemic as the moment when a new regime of surveillance took over, especially surveillance under the skin, which I think is maybe the most important development of the 21st century, is this ability to hack human beings, to go under the skin, collect biometric data, analyze it and understand people better than they understand themselves. This, I believe, is maybe the most important event of the 21st century. While you were suffering, while you went back to the bottle, while you lost your mom, your spouse, your brother, while your child regressed, sometimes fatally, he thought, this is wonderful. This is the most, what do you say, important moment in the 21st century? Hi, Jesse. You asked for stories how the last two years affected health. As a cop... We've seen mental health calls skyrocket over the past couple of years with youth mental health calls continuing to increase over the past year. Specifically, ugh, a couple weeks ago, I responded to a call involving a 12-year-old boy with suicidal thoughts and a steak knife in his hand. After getting the boy separated from the knife, I had the opportunity to sit down at his level and have a conversation about what he was doing. The young boy mentioned that the extended lockdowns and isolations from his friends had been very hard on him and was taking a big toll on his mental state. Additionally, he had mentioned that a couple of peers he knew online had committed suicide recently and that thinking about them made him extremely depressed and thinking about killing himself. While we were able to get things under control this time around, I doubt this is the last time we have interactions with him or other youth like him. And he said, and yes, you have permission to use my name, and his name is Don. Again, I, I brought this up before. If this is you, maybe you're listening to the sound of my voice right now, and maybe it's you who's going through this, and you're going through a dark moment in dark times. The National Suicide Prevention Lifeline is 5 5 someone is there someone is out there who wants to listen all right hi jesse a horrible tragedy wrecked the lives of dear family friends forever because of our feckless selfish and failed ruling class that looked on our society as it uh, looked on as our society crumbled it pains me to admit that we as a society stood there and let them for the same reasons this young man was highly intelligent and blessed with so many gifts and aptitudes, he was a pure shark in body and mind, never stopped moving. He earned high marks in school and secured scholarships from his hard work. 
He harnessed his male aggression through martial arts and earned a black belt as a teenager. He answered the call to adventure through extreme outdoor sports. In short, he embodied many of the masculine traits that if more men had, perhaps we wouldn't be where we are now. He also suffered severely from mental health afflictions that required regular interventions to prevent him from self-harm. He's dead now. Hung himself from a tree in his backyard a year ago. His kid sister found his body. She will carry the horror of that discovery for the rest of her life. From what I gather, the activities that kept him moving either vanished or were disrupted. His entrance into college was delayed. And worst of all, access to mental health services was restricted. That's where he was when he decided to end his life in a state of arrested development with no hope for the future because we torched it for his generation and the people in a position to do something about it did nothing. And all this for a virus that we knew posed nearly 0% risk to his demographic. Oh, and one more thing. His whole family fell apart because of it. His mom and dad are inconsolable and likely headed towards divorce. He was extremely close to his, his siblings, and now two are expressing the same suicidal tendencies he did. The parents think the warning signs are serious enough. They are preparing to go through it all again. I tell you this story to I tell you this story in his honor to address that the greatest long-term costs of our failures have been borne by the young, the future of this generation. The legacy that they will inherit will likely be a pile of bones picked clean by the vultures of the managerial class that the rest of us couldn't be bothered to shoo away. Dang. Dang. <clears throat> I walked around an empty hospital parking lot at midnight while my pregnant wife waited for an hour in an empty room to find out if we had just lost our son. I wasn't allowed to be in the building because of the COVID protocol. The story gets worse, but I'm out of characters. Listen, again, it is important that we as a society demand a reckoning. And... If we just do the thing that we're tempted to do and the thing that is hu- that is natural, it's, it's the human thing to do of, oh, I'm just glad it's over. Oh, let's not dwell on the past. Oh, it was so terrible. Let's let it go. If we do that, if we choose to do that, if we do that thing, they're going to do this again. Maybe not these people. Maybe not to you. Maybe it's the next generation or the generation after or the generation after. But if the scumbags who run this culture, if they don't look on and see people being punished severely for what they did, government officials, if they don't see them being published or published, punished, they're going to do it again to someone else. Either we demand a reckoning from these people for what they did to us or these people or the next generation or next generation are going to do it again because they're not going to be afraid. I know this may sound radical, but um, if you're a government official who spent the last two years abusing people because of COVID, you better be afraid. You should be afraid. You should be laying awake right now. If you're in the CDC 
and you got your marching orders for COVID guidance from the teachers union, you should be laying down tonight worried that there's going to be a knock at the door and it's going to be law enforcement agents placing you in handcuffs where you'll then be marched off for a speedy trial and spend the rest of your life in Fort Leavenworth because of what you did to the children of this nation. That's where you should be. These people should be afraid. And right now, as of right now, they're not. The public officials who did these things are not afraid. Until they get afraid, well, it's just going to happen again. And then again and again and again and again and again endlessly. This cycle of misery never stops until there is some kind of a reckoning. I'm still not done. Now, are you ready to shoot your weapon? Can you hit what you're aiming at? Now, when I ask you that, you might have said yes, but if you said anything other than an emphatic yes, was it an I hope so or Lord willing or I'll figure it out? Because either you're ready or you're not ready. Go in a Mantis X system. Mantis X. It's very simple. Anyone can use it. It's what the Marines use in Paris Island Boot Camp. It's what the Special Forces guys use. It allows you to practice with your weapon inside of your home. But it's way more than just target practice. This is actually teaching you things. Guide, feedback. They'll put you through drills. Mantis X will get you better from inside your home without firing a shot. Go. Go to mantisx.com and get one today. Okay? Mantisx.com. Go now. Jesse Kelly returns next it is the jesse kelly show and i know it is a different show tonight i am well aware it's heavier we don't we we obviously like to laugh keep it light we play machine gun sounds even german ones chris found that i should point out that was chris's discovery so i have an out but tonight's different tonight the entire show, all three hours. I'm not going to do it again tomorrow. Back tomorrow. We're back to our regularly scheduled programming. Tonight, it's your stories. Let's keep going. Hi, Jesse. One of my beloved granddaughters during the time of the China virus started to become very insecure and quiet to the point of being suicidal. So much so that she was put on antidepressants, having her dosage doubled within three months. God have mercy. To make matters worse, she started cutting herself also. She was only 11 years old when this all started. She was somehow able to hide all these behavioral changes from both her parents for over a year. But thankfully, my son, by happenstance, discovered all this bizarre behavior. Her parents immediately got her to see a physician who referred her to a psychiatrist psychiatrist shortly after having her medicine medication dosage doubled she states that she is gay here's a quote from my daughter-in-law quote i'd much rather have a gay daughter than a dead daughter i heartily agree with that they are now closely monitoring my granddaughter but it is difficult since she was able to hide all this for such a long time all this is so sad 
I feel deeply for anyone going through this, but sadly my granddaughter's case isn't that unusual. I thank God she is alive today, but the uncertainty and fear is real and continues. Thank you, Jesse, for your attention to the kids that have been greatly impacted by the crazy China virus with all its crazy restrictions. People need to know. Dear Jesse, my very athletic, active, busy adult son, age 28 in 2020, they say, went through the perfect storm or confluence of life challenges, which all seemed to hit him at the same time in early 2020. He was scheduled for a knee surgery in January 2020, and it went well, but he was unable to be active in sports he loved so much and was on the, on the mend for the next five to six months. At the same time, his girlfriend of two years decided to break up with him long distance while she was away on a work training program. She was his first really serious girlfriend and was devastated and so sad. Then COVID hit in March of 2020. His employer asked that everyone work remotely. More isolation when he really needed to be with people to take his mind off everything else. In April of 2020, I got a call from his dad, says we have been divorced for a few years, that our youngest son had attempted suicide unsuccessfully. Thank God, thank God, thank God, she says. I immediately got in my car, tears and prayers overwhelming me as I sped 50 miles from San Diego to my son's apartment at OC, that's Orange County. And I knew how fortunate I was as a mom to be able to hold my baby boy again in my arms, tighter than ever, never wanting to let him go again. He sought psychological counseling, and I prayed and prayed like never before. My son stayed with me for several weeks until we felt he was mentally stronger and more stable. But all the COVID restrictions here in California were an added hindrance to his road to recovery. He got back on a healthier track in his life's but the media-driven COVID insanity definitely made him more fearful and a bit of a hypochondriac when he had never been that way before. I'm just grateful to God I still have my son. I know many parents out there are not as fortunate. I know this is a long story. I don't expect you to read it on the air, but I do appreciate you taking time to read this. Please don't use my name, and I will not. Hi, Jesse. Thank you for tackling suicide issues during COVID lockdowns. I have two perspectives on mental health issues involving young people. First, my brother is a 911 operator. That's why I wanted to read this. For a large county in our state, when I heard stories of young kids committing suicide, I asked my brother how the number of suicide calls from kids and young people was affected by COVID lockdowns. He said that he was getting as many in a day as he used to get in a week. Second, my own daughter in her early 20s has had anxiety issues for a few years. She had been seeing a therapist but was not able to get an appointment during COVID due to the decreased number of appointment times. Meanwhile, she was thoroughly freaked out by COVID, became extremely reclusive due to the lockdowns, and became suicidal. Long story short, we found a different clinic and doctor that helped immensely. Sadly, she is still freaking out about COVID and being around other people, especially those without masks. Needless to say, if I ever run into Dr. Fauci, it will take every ounce of control not to punch him in the face. Please don't use my name. Over and over and over again. These stories. I'm still not finished. I've got five, six more. One of my closest friends of almost 30 years, she struggles with depression. Depression always has. COVID was stressing her out. When she got furloughed from her job, she plummeted into depression. She lives alone, no kids, no partner. Work was her social life, her connection. 
She got so low, she texted me one night saying she figured it would be easier to just never wake up again. From that point on until her office opened, she was at our house almost full time. My kids and my husband were so supportive and understanding, and God bless you for that. And once again, remember the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. If you're in that moment, don't be ashamed. Don't be ashamed. Pick up the phone. 800-273-8255. 800-273-8255. They are here. They are here to help, all right? 800-273-8255. Do not, do not do the one thing you can't come back from. You can survive another beer, right? You can survive another day where maybe you weren't the best parent, best son, best daughter, best brother. You can survive another day when you were flat out a bad one. You don't get to redo suicide, all right? 800-273-8255. Now, I'm going to read you just four or five more of these. Then we're going to get to a couple stories. I still have to get to headlines I didn't get to. I know there were a bunch of headlines from today, so I'm going to get to those. Uh, I understand tonight has been a different show, and I understand if it was too heavy, and that's normally why I don't do a heavy show. I just, we felt obligated to do it. We hear so many of these stories, and these people get forgotten, cast aside like they're nothing. You know, everyone's just kind of moving on. We're all supposed to focus on the new shiny object. These people are not nothing. These people are everything. These are the people who live around us. We will not forget. All right, four or five more of these, then we're done. You with me? Hang on. Jesse Kelly here with a message that's about safety. When it comes to protecting your loved ones, it's not just about having a firearm, it's about understanding the continuum of force philosophy. Picture this, a situation arises where you or your loved ones are threatened. Instinct may drive you to reach for lethal means immediately. What if there was a way to effectively defend yourself and de-escalate a situation without the irreversible consequences of deadly force? Enter the Berna Less Lethal Pistol Launcher equipped with tear gas and kinetic ammo to incapacitate an attacker for up to 40 minutes. We don't always need to go to DEFCON 1. We just need protection to confidently ensure we can defuse the situation and drive the threat away immediately. Burna is legal in all 50 states, requires no background checks, and can be shipped right to your door. Burna is proudly American, manufactured in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Visit Burna.com slash Jesse now for an exclusive 10% discount. That's B-Y-R-N-A dot com slash Jesse. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. 
and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James! LeBron James! And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go, like, how do I detach from my from this idea of, what do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. It is the Jesse Kelly Show on a Monday. I know it's a heavy Monday, a different Monday. I felt obligated, okay? Every now and then I do feel obligated to do something for someone else. Now that's not often. Believe me, I prefer to focus on me. I prefer to focus on what's beautiful. What, Chris? <laughs> but the, the, we just felt obligated to do it. Hey, we can we can either let you tell your stories or we can sit back and listen to the person who's probably going to be president within a year. But kind of surprised others. He said that Vladimir Putin um, should no longer be the leader of Russia. Do you agree? Listen, I think that you, you framed the point quite accurately and well, which is America's policy has been and will continue to be focused on the real issue at hand, which is one, the needs of the Ukrainian people, which we will continue to support through humanitarian assistance, through security assistance, but also ensuring that there's going to be serious consequence for Vladimir Putin and Russian (laughs) aggression as it relates to Ukraine, which does, I'm, I'm going to let her keep playing. I'm going to let her keep going because it actually somehow gets worse. But real talk. Do you think Kamala Harris forgot Vladimir Putin's name there? Chris, did it not sound like she was reading for Vladimir Putin? Shouldn't that be one of those things that rolls off the tongue? Putin and, Val- and Zelensky are both Vladimir. Well, yeah, they're all slobs. Everyone's named Vladimir over there. Anyway. Which is why our policy from the beginning has been about ensuring that there are going to be real costs <laughs> exacted against Russia in the form of severe sanctions, which we know are having a real impact and an immediate impact, not to mention the, the longer term impact, um, which is about saying there's going to be consequence and accountability. When you commit the kinds of um, atrocities 
that he is committing. And I think the president has been a, an extraordinary leader. To your point, Joy, I've been to Poland. <laughs> I was in Romania. I've been to Europe, I think, probably at least three times in the last four months. Uh, I was in Munich. Old Dome, reminiscent about her time with the Poles. Germany, where I gave a, a speech at the Munich Security Conference. I was in France before that, speaking with let's heads pause. of state. Let's pause on that for a moment. Just keep in mind, as she just mentioned, everywhere this woman is going on our behalf, she's speaking on our behalf. And remember, I know, I know, I'm cringing too, Chris. I'm cringing too. Think about that. It's not like they get to talk to you. It's not like they get to talk to me. In the minds of many of those people, this person represents the United States of America. About this issue. I can't do it anymore. We're getting back to your stories. To the Oracle, fond memories of the 7 p.m. hour show and, of course, your amazing history lessons. Here are my stories, both as, both as a parent and a school principal. I watched my daughter's class of 2019 finish high school at home, lose out on so many rites of passage, prom, graduation, etc., and then begin their first year of college alone in a dorm room taking classes online. She has struggled hard, but working th we're working through it with an intact family unit. Her roots are strong, but I am also an elementary principal in, I don't want to tell people where he is, and can speak to the 650 students I watch change from the fall of 2019 to the fall of 2021. We sent every student home with a laptop, and while we tried to teach virtually, we all knew it was terrible. Most of the students, if they logged on at all, were not supervised and not able to learn. How could the parents supervise when they needed to be at work to pay the bills? Plus, the kids came back to school armed with all kinds of adult knowledge and language from the nonstop YouTube and TikTok they watched on those same devices. We gave them the last thing any kid needed unsupervised, a screen with internet access. During the fall of 2021, I watched so many great young kids lose their minds over a simple redirection, fight at the top of the, uh, fight at the drop, at the drop of a dime, can't, can't read tonight anymore, and cuss out anyone they felt like. Those who had previous emotional issues were so far past the supports we could provide at school, we would get teared up while watching a daily montage of what amounted to domestic violence. Even the students who came back to school from strong families had a ringside seat to behaviors they'd never seen, language they'd never heard, and seeing adults struggle with some students whose behavior was basically feral. Thank God most of the schools in this state had kids coming back into the building by the fall of 2020. I can't imagine the decision, uh, the damage done by decisions by schools who didn't come back until this year. You asked for names. Weingarten, Cardona, the education secretary, and your CDC execs are a good start. Fauci, certainly, who seems to have been placed in witness protection. Finally, I'd like to submit my application to work on the rebuild of schools in the kingdom of Jesse. <laughs> Thanks for speaking the truth out there for all of us. He says I can use his first name and his name is Chris. Yeah. I mean, tell me why this man isn't in federal prison. The CDC has been very clear, as you've indicated, that in fact, if things turned around and you have a rather substantial uptick in cases that is associated with an increase in hospitalizations, the CDC might turn around that recommendation and say, we've got to go back to indoor masks. 
I think there's going to be a lot of pushback on the part of the American public in doing that, although it would be the prudent thing to do. Still feels comfortable speaking. If we're not going to hold people like that accountable, then they're going to do it again. Jesse, I was glad you asked. As a happy mom of three young men, I've always been joyful and stable until lockdown. My job at the credit union was a great job, supposed to be a dream job with all the perks, but talking to members or the members with financial devastation, like nurses laid off from non-COVID hospitals or small business owners desperate to get a COVID loan, were very devastating to me. I became a sponge of negative emotion, a magnet for bad things happening to members all over my state. It made me feel suicidal. It was horrible. I had to quit the dream job and work someplace happier with my old friends. Took a massive pay cut, but my mental health required it. I was injured at the new job, which took a long time and an awesome chiropractor to heal without surgery or lost work days. COVID messed me up. I'm now in a new line of work, almost back to myself. I think I am back to myself, but then I see from the housework that I must not be back to myself. I never used to have such a messy house. Don't beat yourself up over that, Karina. I'll say this. You're a mom of three boys. That's why you have a messy house. It is, it's quite frankly beyond belief how fast the boys can make a mess of everything, how fast they can destroy everything. Because you're going to experience this, Michael, you too, when you guys finally start cranking out some babies. You, it's, it's bizarre. The, the, the wife will make the boys clean up their room. And for the most part, they're not allowed to eat in their room and, and walk in and the room will be spotless. I mean, organized and spotless. And that's in the morning by like two or three in the afternoon, you will walk into the room and it is like, it's like a bomb went off. It seriously is. And I'll look around and there's toy guns over here. And there's, I don't even understand why there's multiple changes of clothes on the floor here for kids who aren't allowed to eat in the room. There sure do appear some raisin boxes and chip bags every now and then. It's uncanny. What, Michael? Yes, it sounds like you. Yes, because you're a young man and apparently we're all slobs. All right. We have one more segment. I'm going to get to three more emails and then it's going to be headlines I didn't get to, all right? So one more segment of this. Again, we're not doing it again tomorrow, but I just felt like it was really, really important to do tonight. That's all. That's all. Before we do that, we obviously haven't touched on any financial news tonight. I don't have any, I don't have any great news to bring you. I don't have good news I can bring you on that. Uh, all I can tell you is we need to take steps to protect ourselves. And the same way you need to practice with your weapon and the same way you need to do buckle your seatbelt. You need to take steps to protect yourself financially right now. Get some gold delivered to you, to your front door from Oxford Gold Group. They're the industry leader in precious metals for a reason. I trust them so much I sent my own father there. They're totally laid back, easy to work with. Call 833 833- 995 Gold and Oxford Gold Group will take special care of you. Just tell them Jesse told you to call. They'll know why you're calling. They, they make it easy. Believe me, really easy. 833 995 Gold. Tell Oxford Jesse told you to call. Oxford Gold Group for gold you can hold. Miss something? There's a podcast. Get it on demand wherever podcasts are found.
The Jesse Kelly Show. It is the Jesse Kelly Show, final segment of the Jesse Kelly Show. All right. Three more of these emails, and then we are going to get to headlines I didn't get to. Hey, Shogun, after the first few months of lockdowns, my boys, 10 and 12 now, were hating life. So much so that I had to talk to them about not hurting themselves. They're beginning to think this was what life was going to be now, and maybe dreams or heaven was better. God have mercy. I became enraged. My 15-year-old daughter got very depressed and talked about ending her life during COVID. Thankfully, she's out of the darkness now. I'll never forget the leaders who made the lockdown decisions. Dear Jesse Kelly, I was listening to your show tonight and heard your call out asking for suicide stories. Oh, man, this one's... You know what? We're going to get to this one another day. It's, it's just... That's, it's too much for now. It is too much for now. Listen... Once again, a couple things. I, I want to make sure we do a couple housekeeping items here. If you are having some dark thoughts, the National Suicide Prevention Line is 800-273-8255. Call them. You don't have to tell me. You don't have to tell your husband. You don't have to tell your wife. Look, get help wherever you can get help, all right? Get help. Make sure you're around tomorrow. You never know what tomorrow is going to bring, all right? That's one. Two. Right now, what I've had a lot of, too, on top of all these is, Jesse, I've let my health go. Jesse, I've let my health go. Jesse, I've let my health go. And I'll be 100% honest with you right now. I not, I didn't get obese, but that's because I'm 6'8". I let my health go too much during all the COVID stuff, too. I started getting high blood pressure. I mean, not high, but higher than it dang well should be for a 38, 39-year-old. I'm 40 now. Now, thankfully, I'm back to 120 over 70 now, but it was starting to creep up there high. Take your health seriously as as much as you can do. Look, you know I talk to you about chalk a lot, right? C-H-O-Q, all natural supplements, all natural, U.S. manufacturing, a supplement country, a supplement company that actually despises the communists, despises them. They speak openly about it. They speak openly about how important it is that we have a generation of strong men. Strong men. That is what we need now. They have a male vitality stack, S-T-A-Q, for sale. It's three different things. Fellas, get you one. Because right now, it's 30% off for a limited time only. 30% off. Go to choq.com. And get male vitality stack with the code Jesse for 30% off. CHOQ.com promo code Jesse. All right? Go, go. We gotta we gotta all get healthier. And look, let's remember before I get to headlines here, let's do remember how excited all these people are. All of them. How excited they are about the destruction and how much how much they're cheering on the destruction because they have these sick dystopian views of of what they want society to become and we have to remember what a big part of it that is this is so much of this is about power and control again this is that wef doctor you've all know i listen to him saying all the quiet parts out loud <laughs> 
you know, the, the whole idea that humans have, you know, this, they, they have this soul or spirit and they have free will and nobody knows what's happening inside me. So whatever I choose, whether in the election or whether in the supermarket, this is my free will, that's over. Free will, that's over. Today, we have the technology to hack human beings on a massive scale. Yeah, I mean, everything is being digitalized. Everything is being monitored. In this time of crisis, you have to follow science. It's often said that you should never allow a good crisis to go to waste because a crisis is an opportunity to also do re good reforms that in normal times people will never agree to. But in a crisis, you see we have no chance. So, 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 so let's do it. People could look back in a hundred years and identify the coronavirus epidemic as the moment when a new regime of surveillance took over, especially surveillance under the skin, which I think is maybe the most important development of the 21st century, is this ability to hack human beings, to go under the skin, collect biometric data, analyze it, and understand people better than they understand themselves. This, I believe, is maybe the most important event of the 21st century. While you were suffering, that's what they were thinking. And now, here's a headline. By the go, you know the you know the thing. Headlines we didn't get to. Fauci's colleague offered to secretly erase a COVID nineteen paper containing data hidden by China. Again, Doctor Fauci does not need to be fired. He doesn't need to resign. Him and many like him. I'm actually not singling him out. Him and many like him have to go to prison and the trials have to be public. So the next group of government officials will be afraid to do that to us ever again. Novelist who penned How to Murder Your Husband essay charged with husband's murder. You know, buddy, don't you think maybe you should have kept an extra eye on her while she was penning an essay like that? Right about the time she pens an essay like that, I know eating out is expensive. I'm going to officially sign out on all the home-cooked meals. Woke hypocrites at Disney are expanding the company's dealings in 10 countries with explicit anti-gay laws. Again, it's not hypocrisy. The people in this country, like Disney, the LGBTQ activists and whatever, they're not at war with people who are anti-gay. They're at war with America. They're not worried about Disney doing business with other countries who hate gay people because they're not trying to destroy those countries. They're trying to destroy this country. Grim Veeper. What a great headline. Harris loses another deputy chief of staff to, to leave the administration next month. How bad is it for Kamala Harris that Everyone seems to be quitting at the same time. And this should be her time. Joe Biden can't complete a sentence, but old, old Dome just can't seem to hold it together. You know, you would think if anybody would be able to puff up the heads of her staffers, it would be Kamala Harris. Headline, Seattle Museum hosts dragtastic summer camp for tween and teen boys. Don't tell me we're not facing evil. And don't you dare tell me we should be passive in opposing this thing. 
we should be very, very aggressive with these people. When you're hosting a drag summer camp for teen boys, well, let's just say you should probably be afraid to have one of those too. Elon Musk buys a 9.2% stake in Twitter, sending the stock soaring. Okay, I don't know what to make of this. I know this is the big news of the day. I know Elon Musk is a super genius and said a bunch of things I like, said a bunch of things I don't. I don't trust billionaires. In general, I don't trust billionaires. Doesn't mean they're all bad. There are some great ones. I'm officially in the wait and see camp for how this turns out. All right? All right. Tomorrow, we are back to a regular show. A regular show, and it's going to be a blast. That's all. Jesse Kelly here. If you're in a situation where you feel threatened, instinct may drive you to reach for lethal means immediately. But we all want to avoid the irreversible consequences of deadly force. Enter the Burna Less Lethal Pistol Launcher, equipped with tear gas and kinetic ammo to incapacitate an attacker for up to 40 minutes. It's legal in all 50 states, requires no background checks, and can be shipped right to your door. Visit Burna.com slash Jesse now for an exclusive 10% discount. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on, but we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.